Right off the free, you can see, you can't miss it, right? Yeah, you, yeah, that's cool. You can't miss it. You can't miss it. So today the Lord gave me a message. I want to just share a few things with you that will help us get comfortable with this, um, this space during this transition, right? This is a transition for us. And um, not just Halal is going through transitions. It's like everybody, everybody is going through transitions. And last night, yesterday, our phone was just ringing off the hook. This thing happened. Uh, my wife's, it's okay if I share about uncle? Uh, my wife's great uncle, yeah, because she got on me about sharing some things on that could No filter. So, yeah, right. She was like, I was like, okay. So he, uh, her uncle passed, her great uncle passed, and then this thing happened, and this and his phone was just ringing off the hook, and I was like, no. And we've been fasting this week, and I was like, no, no, Monica, no. I was like, we're praying right now. We're praying right now, Lord. What's going on? I'm taking authority over this. No, no, no. And sometimes the Lord has to do that. So um, he gave me this message, gave me this word, and I started out to, 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 to be, um, to title it, entitle it, The Trouble with Transition. Can you put the title up for me, um, but I put trusting in transition, Amen. change it to trusting in transition. Because when we think about transition, we think about the trouble with, now if you can't see, we can turn the, turn the lights off or, or turn the lights down. No one will be off, we can turn them down. So trusting in transition, um, trusting in transition, the Lord gave me that. Lord, again, I'm gonna pray, Lord, that uh, your word go forth, not just in here, Father, but in this hotel, Lord, next door, everywhere, Lord, that people may trust in transition, that they may understand that change is something that's unchanging and that we need to trust you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. So there's a quote that I heard that says, uh, pull up the quote for me. <laughs> what should I do? Jingle, snap to make it. There you go. It's by Asimov. Isaac Asimov says, life is pleasant. Death is it's peaceful. It's the transition that's troubles. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now some weeks ago, I preached about transition and tribulation leads to transformation. Now we know what tribulation is, but what is transition? What is transition? What is transition? Before you, okay, she put it up. To undergo a process or a period of changing from one state to another. A one state or condition to another, that's transition. We all undergo transitions. There are pleasant transitions, marriage, uh, a new baby, graduation, getting a new job, uh, going to kindergarten, that's in kindergarten. And there are painful transitions, marriage. The loss of a job, the loss of a loved one, right? Transition yeah. is change, transition is <laughs> it's evolution. Marriage, marriage can be painful. The end of a marriage, or just being in a marriage, you're supposed to be adjusting, right? yeah. adjusting yeah. in marriage. So, dead in marriage. Amen. But we're gonna move on. Transition is change. It's evolution. Things are constantly changing, constantly transitioning around us. Amen. Amen. Seasons. Uh, the political. Administrations. I don't know if you guys have been watching this whole. It's just it is crazy. It is crazy 
we want to, I just have to say this, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put up a post about it, but I just have to say this. We wanna get on Colin Kaepernick about kneeling for the national anthem and they are killing black men in the streets. But we wanna say this is a schoolboy thing that he did, locker room talk. Come on now. Transition, political administration, relationships are always changing. Marriage. You know, they say that women marry men thinking they can change them or that they will change, and that men marry women expecting them not to change. So while, while he's not changing the way she wants him to change, and she is changing, he doesn't want her to change, transition, right? Transition. Some transitions uh, seem exciting, but, but, but most, good or bad, have elements of difficulty. Amen? You will agree? Amen. Right? Amen. It's a part of life. And our flexibility determines how well we adjust to transition. Can you name the only thing that doesn't change? The Lord. Lord. Me being Lord. black. You can have that, that disease that Michael Jackson got. That's right. That's right. Well, Anise being black and the Lord are the only things that don't change. In Hebrews, he says he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The Lord does not change. He, this is the basis of our faith, that he will not change. He will always be who he is, right? Amen. He's the great I am. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's Jehovah Rapha. He's Jehovah Nisi, right? He's our Abba Father. He is always the same. He is the Alpha and Omega. He's the creator of the universe, right? He will not change. Amen. Amen. So our scripture to go is, a, is the primary scripture that we're going to use. If you can turn with me to Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. And it says, but forget all of that. This is a New Living Translation. If we're not, uh, if you don't see that we're in the New Living Translation, other translation, you normally in IV. But forget all of that. It is nothing compared to what I'm going to do. For I'm about to do something new. See, I've already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness and I will create rivers in a dry wasteland. Now, this verse in and of itself is a transition verse. In the words and what he says, forget all of that. It is nothing compared to what I'm going to do. Talking about the past, right? For I'm about to do something new. It's already begun. Now, it's already begun. Now, OA. Do you not see it? Speaking to our future, I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in a dry wasteland. Amen. 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 And I've been living with that. So we moved into the holiday inn. This is our transition. Yeah. Right? Basically, we just moved down the street. It ain't like somebody died. Right? So when you think about the children of Israel, they had to leave captivity, wander through the desert. Or you think about the transitions that you're going through. Yesterday I woke up, I was like, what is going on? Uncle Edwin died, this thing, that thing, this thing, that thing, this thing, this thing. And I was like, no, enough. Ya, in Spanish we say, ya, bastante, enough. Enough, Lord. I'm praying, I'm going to God, I'm screaming out to the Lord. 
screaming out to the Lord, enough. What is going on, Lord? What do you want me to do? What do you want to happen? What's going on? Carry me through this, Abba. Enough. Right? So we just moved down the street. Now, you may not like this place. You may like the other place better, but check this out. The Lord would not have moved us if that place were better. Amen? Amen. Amen. We don't see it, but he would not have moved us. Our bishop, who you met, he's been pastoring over 20 years, Mom? 20? 20? Okay, he's been pastoring a really long time. All right? And over 40 years. He's been in that place for... Same. Okay, I knew I had it. I knew I had the numbers. So he's been in that place. And he told us, he said that they moved so much in their first couple years that nobody knew where the church was. So people had to find it. He says, it's a great church if you can ever find it. <laughs> right. And so when he, when the Lord was like, you move here, when we drove here, I was like, wow, you can see that right off the, right off the freeway. So he moved us here. So I want you to repeat after me. All right? I want you to pick a neighbor, pick a friend, pick a neighbor, somebody, anybody, and I want you to repeat after me. But forget all of that. But forget all of that. Say it to somebody. But forget all of that. It is nothing compared to what God is going to do for us. For I am about to do, for he is about to do something new for me. He's about to do something new for me. He's going to make a pathway through the wilderness for me. He's going to create rivers in the dry wasteland for me. Yes, we don't. He already has. He already has. Very good. Now, why has he done that? Because he loves us. Yes, he loves us, but what? Unconditional. What? 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 I said he loves us so much. Unconditional. Unconditional, but what? Why has he done that? Why has he made rivers? Provision. Why has he created a pathway? Why? 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 For change. For change. For transition. Because the next thing is coming. The next thing that we have faith for. The next thing that we got to believe in. This thing that they're telling us, no, you can't do that. That's not going to work. Nobody's ever done that before. And the Lord is saying, ah, don't listen to that. Forget all of that. Forget it. Thank you. Yeah. That's nothing compared to what I'm about to do. Yeah. I'm about to do a new thing. Yes. Amen. I'm about Amen. to do a new thing. Amen. So what's the purpose? What's the purpose of transition? I have five little things I want to tell you. The purpose of transition. The purpose of transition is growth. That's one. The purpose of transition is to increase our faith and trust for the next thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah you gotta yeah. trust the Lord for the next thing. Yeah. I trusted you for this job, or this little piece of job. Now I gotta trust you for a car. I trust you for this little piece of car, as my grandmother said. But now I gotta trust you for a house. I trust you for a house, but I gotta trust you for a mate to put put in this house. I trust you for a mate, but I'm too old. I gotta trust you for some kids, Lord. I gotta trust you for a kid, because I gotta have an heir, Lord. I'm too old. I trust you for the kids. Now what? I gotta trust you to lead me to the next thing, the next house, the next job, the next thing to increase my faith and trust. Yeah. So that I can come Amen. become completely dependent on him. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> crying out, Lord, walk in the dark. This is when I walked in the dark and I cried, I don't do this in front of trees. I'm like, why can't I get a job, dude? Why can't I get a job? Lord was like, because I want you to be completely dependent. I was like, I depend on you. He's like, no, you don't. 
Because you keep asking for a job. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's right. I, I'm not asking for it. Okay, wait, hold up. I, you know, I know what that looks like. I'm not asking for a job because... Okay, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. He's like, I want you, I want you to be completely dependent on me, Daryl Ordell. You said you wanted to walk this walk with me. You said you wanted to talk the talk. You said you wanted to go deeper. I'm taking you deeper. Yeah. This is your transition. Yeah. Ain't your rent paid? Yeah. Uh, he didn't say ain't, I said ain't. <laughs> <laughs> it's not your rent paid? <laughs> I was like, it is. It's not your bills paid? Are not your bills paid? <laughs> so I'm just like, that ain't Jesus. <laughs> are not your bills paid? Yes. Well, then what's the problem? Yeah, what's the problem? What? Yeah, what's the problem? <laughs> I was like, all right, okay, I, I got you. I got you. I'm, okay. He's like, then stop asking me for a job. Right. Jobs don't come when it's supposed to come. Right. So I get an email. I get an email from the security company that I applied for a ride when I moved here. Oh, I we that. moved here back. Remember <laughs> yeah, remember? remember all those years ago. They said, <laughs> we want you to come out and take this job. And I was like, uh, is this a trick? <laughs> and then I read further. It was like, you, you, because you have your license, you will have a gun, and you'll be in this place by yourself, a warehouse. And I was like, me with a gun in a warehouse by myself. Anybody who knows me knows that ain't a good picture. Because I'll be playing with my gun one day. Next thing you know, I'll be like, oh, pow, 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 pow. Here's my gun. I know that I'm fired. I just, I, 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 I read all my books. I studied. I read. I couldn't. So take the gun, please. You can take this out of my list. I'm going to go home now. So, I deleted that, and I was like, all right, Lord, you got to do it. You got to do it. You got to do it. So, in complete dependency, Sandra, complete, all right, it stops complacency. Because you never know what's going to happen. You study all week. You, 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 you go through the tutelage. You're like, okay, this is what it's going to be. I'm going to preach this. And you get here. You set up. And the Lord was like, no. I want you to use another scripture. Oh. <laughs> uh, but I, yes, you're going to use that scripture, but don't worry about it because what's the scripture say? I will put the words, yes, Sandra, in your mouth. Don't worry about it. I know what they need. I know who's coming. You don't even know who's coming. You don't even know who's coming. I know these things. I'm going to put the words in your mouth because they, they are going to get what they need for the rest of the week. Amen. So it stops complacency and it gives you, you should write this down, it gives you permission. To reach your full potential. It gives you permission to reach your full potential. Why is this important? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's important because when you reach your full potential, it gives those around you permission to reach theirs. Your children, not just reaching your potential, but more. This is godly community. Your friends. There's a poem everybody attributed it to Nelson Mandela, but it's not Nelson Mandela's poem. It's Marion Edelman. Edelman. And she says, your playing small doesn't serve anybody. But we do that all the time. We do it all the time. All the time. Like, like the whole Donald Trump thing. In my head, I'm thinking the Billy, the interviewer, I was like, dude, why don't you just say stop? You, you need to stop. If for no other reason, because somebody somewhere is recording this. But he didn't do that. Or stop, I'm a little uncomfortable. 
I don't need to be your friend. I'm doing, I'm, this is my job. I'm interviewing you. We ain't got to be friends. But his lawyers are defending him saying, it was a powerful man and he didn't have a choice. He didn't oh, have a choice. whatever. Right? <clears throat> to reach your full potential. Five things. Growth, increase of faith, and trust. Complete dependency, stop complacency, and helps you to reach your full potential. Learning each experience that goes on, everything that you go through, everything that you're going through is going to be part of your testimony. Amen. Everything that you're going through is going to be something that you can help somebody else with. When, when, when somebody comes your way and they're like, oh, I don't know what's going on. I got to move. It's three days. No one's going to be like, hold up. Let me tell you about me. <laughs> when somebody comes up and they say, oh, they told me I'll never find a husband and I'll never get married and have kids. Pastor Teresa like, hold up. Let me tell you about me. <laughs> When these things dried up and those things dried up, they took our house and car. Pastor Daniel, like, hold up, let me tell you about my God. Yeah, yeah. Right? Everything that you're going through, it's not just for you, it's for somebody else. Amen. Transition is multifaceted, mm -hmm. right? Multifaceted. Steps, there's steps. Mm -hmm. There's steps. Step one, step two. If you miss a step, you might not get to the rest of the steps. And in that case, stagnation. This quote I thought was apropos. She says, transition isn't always pretty, but stagnation is hideous. Stagnation is hideous. And one of, one of, one of uh, Elder Charles's favorite scriptures and one of mine is, is Romans 4, 19-21. And it says, without weakening in his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead. He was 100 years old. His wife's womb was as good as dead. But he did not waver in unbelief regarding the promise of God. He was strengthened in his faith and he gave glory to God for he was fully persuaded that God had the power to do what he promised. So what's the difference? What's the difference, Pastor Darren? The difference is that Abraham recognized his steps. He recognized his steps. He had to hear the truth. Step. He's old. Step. He had to wait on the Lord. Step. She's old. Step. Her womb is old. Step. He had to sleep with the servant. Misstep. Wait on the Lord. Step. Face the facts. Step. I'm old. Step. You gotta believe. Step. Believe. Step. Increase my faith. Step. God's gonna do what he said. Step. He's Alpha and Omega. Step. He's the creator of the universe. Step. He made me a promise. And a promise is still a promise. Step. Step. Wait. Step. Wait. Step. 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 If God made you a promise, he's gonna do what he said. Transition. It's multifaceted. Doesn't matter what they're saying. Doesn't matter what the courts are saying. Lord, what did I ask you? Your servant is asking. I'm crying out to you. I'm saying, Daddy, please, please. I know, it, I know, I thought you said no yesterday, but I'm saying today, Doc, can I take my airplane to church? What did I say yesterday? You said no, but Daddy. But Daddy. But Daddy. Yes, you can take your airplane to church. You think that I love God more than God loves you. <coughs> and I would do anything for my two. Anything. 
Daddy, can you pick up this hotel? I was like, I could, but <laughs> it might break. And God's promises are yes and amen. And I always say, if we pray, the Lord either says yes, not yet. I got something better. That's a no. But I got something better. Can I have this? No, but I have something better that's going to benefit you in a way that you can't even imagine. Amen? So, the Egyptians, they leave, is that me? Is that them? <laughs> they leave, they leave Israel. We, we, can, we can even do it with slavery. They leave Israel. Some of them want to go because they're tired of being enslaved, but some of them stay. Stagnation. How'd you know I was going to do that? Stagnation. Let's talk about slavery. In this country, it's one of the most brutal things that ever happened. Emancipation Proclamation happened. They were like, I ain't going nowhere. That's been good to me. Let me see your back. Why? Mindset. It's a mindset. A mindset. Stagnation is hideous. God doesn't want us to go back. He doesn't want us to go back. This is some of us. Lord, why am, I, why am I not moving? Why am I not moving? God, I'm praying. Give it to me. I see it. It's in my... Lord, why? Because you're stuck. You ever, see, you ever see somebody who has so much potential? They're so much more talented than you. Um, if you're a singer, actor, or whatever, they're so good at what you're, you know, whatever you do, you're like, man, this dude, this woman, but they never go anywhere. It is sad. It's sad to watch. It's sad to look at. One of the, um, one of my favorite boxers is Muhammad Ali, and I heard a, a sports announcer say some years ago that if Muhammad Ali had ever had the opportunity to go to college, we never would have known him. Mm. Wow. wow. Because he's that smart. Sort of like a butterfly sting, like a bee, all that. Mm. He, I mean, boxing has not been the same since. Mm. Think about it. We never would have known him because he probably would have gone on to do something else. But he boxed because that's all he could do. And he was incredibly good at it as well. Stagnation. So I want you to do this. This is just an experiment. The next time you see somebody like that, or even if you see it in yourself and you look in the mirror, you're like, I'm incredibly talented, but I'm not reaching my full potential. I want you to challenge yourself. I want you to say, when you see that person, that's not gonna be me. That's not gonna be me. Because I used to just think about myself and I got married, now I have kids. I, I, I want Doc to be the president. I want Doc to be, you know, we're praying for more kids. I want those kids to be whatever, nuclear physicists, psychiatrists, whatever. <laughs> they want to be whatever the Lord has called them to be. Amen? Amen. 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 So, how do we get through this transition? I'm going to give you three ways to get through the transition. Three ways to get through the transition. Three ways. Oh. Look at every exit as being an entrance someplace else. Yeah. 
Now this is from Tom Stopper, he's a director. So you think about it, when you're on stage, when you enter, Denise, and you exit, you're still going someplace else. Look at every exit as an entrance someplace else. Three steps to a successful transition. Forget the past, embrace the new, God always provides. Boom, good night. That's it. Forget the past. Forget the past. That's, there's a reason that your rear view mirror is smaller than your windshield. Because you shouldn't be looking back there. You need to be looking at where you're going. You can't move forward if you're looking back. You gotta forget the past. You don't wanna live in your rear view mirror. And here's the other thing. How can God take you to the next level if you're not letting go of this one? There are people waiting for you. People waiting to hear what you have to say. Waiting to hear your testimony. Waiting you to start that business. Waiting you to write that book. Waiting you to do whatever it is. If you bake cookies, and that's what God told you to do, bake cookies. They're waiting for you to bake cookies because you're going to change their life. Waiting for you. I know a lady that, um, I don't really know her. She's a friend of Pastor Teresa's. Well, Pastor Teresa knows her. She was married. Got divorced. But she doesn't believe that the Lord hates divorce. She doesn't believe that the Lord wants people to get divorced. But the situation was such that she had to divorce him because it was not a good fit. I'll put it like that. But she's still holding on to this man. She can't move to other things because she's holding on to this man. She drives by his apartment and sees him. Yeah, drives by his apartment and sees him coming out of this building that he said he lived in with somebody else. Pastor Darrell, what's wrong? I said, you shouldn't have been in his, by his apartment. Right. What's wrong? You need to go someplace else. That's stalking. She's like, no, no, no. I need to know. You didn't need to know. What did the Lord tell you? Here's the thing. This is what we do. What did the Lord tell you juxtaposed to what you believe God believes? The Bible says that the Lord hates divorce. But the Lord got rid of him for you. She can't move forward. You got to forget the past. I said, stop going by his house. I think he's living with somebody. I think he's living with somebody. So what? I don't want my child to go over there. Then you tell him, I don't want my child to go over there. When you come and get my child, you can see my child here. If you take my child over there, then we're going to have a problem. You got to set some boundaries. Pastor Darrell, boo -boo. and you know, me, I'm like, you know what? I prayed for you. You keep it on. I can't do it no more. I'm done. But the Lord's like, you're an assignment player. I'm like, come on, man. I don't know. I want you to talk to him. Why? She's not listening. Because I want you to talk to him. There's something that you don't see. There's something happening. A change is happening. Do you not see it? So I want you to talk to him. You talk to her until I tell you, Daryl Ordell, to stop talking to her. You pray with her, Daryl Ordell, until I tell you to stop praying with her. Okay. You gotta let go of the past. You gotta let go of the past. You gotta embrace the new. What is embrace the new? That means get prepared. I'm praying for it, I'm prepared for it. 
Yeah. I'm moving. I'm, Lord, I'm praying to move. Let me start putting my stuff in boxes. Yeah. So I have to wait to the last minute to do it. And stuff will be everywhere and all of that stuff. <laughs> I'm praying to move. I'm praying to move. Let me get prepared. And let me stop complaining. Uh, what? Let me stop complaining. Huh? Oh, okay. Let me stop complaining. All right? Stop complaining. I'm complaining about this. I don't want to be here. I hate it here. I don't like it here. This thing and that thing. Da, 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 da. Okay, it's time to move. Well, wait. I'm scared. Yeah. Amen. What you scared for? You complaining? Well, uh, well, uh, it's time to go. It's time to move. We say shaking and baking time. It's time to go. Stop complaining. Everything that the Lord is doing in your life, ZP, is for a reason. Trust Dwayne knows. Everything. When I walk my dog, we have a dog. I was going to get rid of the dog because when Dot went to kindergarten, he tore up the kitchen and I tried to strangle him and my wife saved him. He tore up my blender. I was like, yeah, I was like, don't kill him. So I walk him, and when I walk him, I have time to talk to the Lord. Not that I don't, I make time, but I have time to talk to the Lord, and there's nothing. I try to walk him, and nobody else is out because I don't want to talk to other people. So, <laughs> so the Lord's speaking to me. He's like, stop complaining. You know, I look at where we are, and I just, and I, I almost cry sometimes. I look at where we are, and I remember where we were. <laughs> Hear me. I yeah. look at where I am and I remember where I was. Yeah. Yeah. And I say, Thank you, God. Yeah. Thank you, God. Yeah. I got a garage. Nobody's stealing my stuff. I ain't got to worry about nobody being a crip, nobody being a blood, being on the wrong block, thinking I'm a crip and pulling out a gun and blasting me. I don't have to worry about that. I ain't got to worry about helicopters flying over my house at night, coming into my yard, talking about come out of the house. And I'm like, No, my baby's in the house and y'all ain't coming in here. They could have shot me. I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. I have neighbors who look out for me. Yeah. Yeah. I can leave her bike in the street yeah. Yeah. and it will be there when we yeah. come out in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, God, yeah. for where I am. But we're transitioning. So there are things about the place that people don't pick up their dog do. I guess they think that somebody else is. I don't understand. You got a baby, the baby. You gotta clean it up, but whatever. But I'm not complaining, right? I'm not complaining. So this thing's happened. Yes, Lord, it's gonna make me stronger. I don't like this, Lord, but give me the patience, Lord. Give me the wisdom to deal with my neighbors. Give me what I need to get around this situation because yes, Lord, thank you for where I am, Lord, because I remember where I was. Thank you, stop complaining. You gotta embrace the new. It ain't gonna be 100%. Even when you get to where you're going, it ain't going to be 100%. There's going to be something wrong. What is this thing that I found on the... We were looking for a place. We moved here. We were living in Roz's, Teresa's sister's room. Me, Pastor Teresa, Dot, our two dogs, and all our stuff. In one room. So we went looking for a place. We found a place. When we found a place, they took us around and they, they were telling us it had plenty of uh, uh, garage space and Pastor Teresa liked it. When we walked in, Zandra, you're going to love this. We walked in, Dot said, oh, she was like two-ish, she could walk. 
oh, daddy ant. There was an ant on the floor, but it wasn't really an ant. It was a, right. yes, right. but there wasn't just one. He had friends. Oh, yeah. So everywhere, everywhere we looked, I was like, oh, absolutely not. She was like, daddy, ant, ant. So I picked her up. And the lady says, oh, yeah, we exterminate every week. Every oh, wasn't okay. like every week or every two weeks, something like that? I, I was like, I was like, we walked out of the place. We walked out of the place, Miss Angie, and we walked through this huge uh, uh, garage. Pastor Teresa loved the garage. She said, what do you think? I was like, absolutely not. She was like, she was like the garage is huge. I was like, that's the only positive. <laughs> and I said, babe, if they have to exterminate every week, they got a problem. Yeah. And not only do they have a problem, we'll be living in that problem. Yeah. No, yeah, bastante, enough, no. <laughs> enough. You got to embrace the new. Yeah. And the last one, God always provides. Yeah. In every situation. It may not be what you want, but he's going to provide for you. In every situation. He doesn't look like I want him to look. Yeah, but he'll treat you better than the other person. Amen. It doesn't drive like I want it to drive. Yeah, but if you get into an accident, you'll be safe. That's true. If he looks good to you or she looks good to you, that's all that matters. It's who you gives your time to. So, God always provides for us. Always. Always. But the problem is, if it doesn't look like we want, we start complaining about it. And the Lord's like, so let me put you in this situation. Those of you who have children, nieces, nephews, if your child had been asking you for this thing, asking you for this thing, a bike, let's just say it's a bike, and you saw the bike that they said they wanted, all right? It looked like the bike, it was the bike. You bought the bike, bikes, Christmas, whatever. Bought the bike, boom, they give you the bike, and ducks into this now. <laughs> what's that? I'm like, <laughs> what's that? That's the bike you said you wanted. I don't want. That don't look the daddy. That don't look. <laughs> and then now I understand people say, sometimes I want to kill my child. <laughs> Do you know what daddy had to go through to get this bike? And you want to act like that? I'll take this bike and. Yeah. How do you think God feels when you've been crying? For this thing, whining, petitioning the Lord, quoting scripture, speaking in tongues, coming in a hundred, coming in a hundred, whatever it is. Lord, I want it. I want it. Lord, I want it. God blesses you with it. And you're like, what's that? I am. What's, how do you think God feels? How do you think he feels? He always provides. Matthew 6, 32. What's it say? 31 through 33, Matthew. So don't worry about these things. Saying what I'm gonna eat, what I'm gonna wear, what I'm gonna, what I'm gonna, what I'm, what I'm gonna drink. Your heavenly Father already knows what you need. Amen. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. And everything. Everything. Everything will be added unto you. All right, so I want you to repeat it after me. Forget the past. Forget the past. Embrace the new. Embrace the new. God always provides. God always provides. Forget the past. Forget the past. 
Embrace the new. Embrace the new. God always provides. God always provides. Forget the past. Forget the past. Embrace the new. Embrace the new. God always provides. 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 <laughs> I'm not gonna start this. <laughs> and that's it. You gotta forget the past. What happened? That's why he says in Isaiah. That's why he says in Isaiah. Forget about all of that. Forget about what happened before. Forget about what I did before. Forget about what didn't happen before. Forget about who you forget about. Forget about. Forget about. That's nothing compared to what I'm going to do. If you believe any part of the Bible, then you gotta believe this. So the Lord's telling you, forget about all of that. Forget about what the doctor's saying. Forget about what the lawyer's saying. Forget about the blessings I gave you then. Forget about that little piece of car. That's nothing compared to what I'm going to do. Because what? I'm about to do a new thing. What makes it a new thing? It's a new thing because you've never seen it before. Right. What makes it a new thing? It's a new thing because you may not even know how to navigate it. You have to depend on me to do that. It's a new thing because in your life, it's going to be something very, very different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, people may say, you know what? God did that for me. So what? This is my thing. Right. It's a new thing. It's new to me. Yeah, true. So I have to learn how it works. I got to read the instructions in these I gotta learn how to do the add all the apps and all that stuff. I gotta learn how to answer it. Yeah. Cause I don't know. Yeah. Pastor Teresa said, you need a new phone. It's in the plan. So she got me this edge, Samsung Edge. I was like, I don't want one that blows up. <laughs> the screen is clear, but I didn't want to do it because and I didn't want to have to learn how to maneuver the phone. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't want to put in the work. Mm. I didn't want to have to learn how to, I still don't have a voice recording on me. I wake up in the middle of the night, Lord, give me something. I have to go to another app and, and I haven't been having that. My voice recorder's on first, right? So I got to add all that stuff. I don't want to go through the work. It's work forgetting the past. It's work embracing the new. It's work. Trusting that God's going to always provide. He said, I will make a pathway for you in the wilderness. Yeah. If you've never been in the wilderness, you've never been in the jungle, you've never been in the woods, there's vines and trees everywhere. You need a machete to cut through. What did he say? I will make a pathway for you. You don't have to worry about that. All you got to yeah. do is walk. Step. Yeah. Right. Step. 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 That's all you got to do. And... I will create rivers in the OA, not river, rivers in the OA, rivers, rivers. I will create rivers in a dry wasteland. Ain't nothing else going on. Nothing else going on, but I'm blessing you. Amen. Nothing else happening, but I'm blessing you. Amen. You don't have to worry about anything because I'm blessing you. Amen. Forget the past. Embrace the new. Lord, we come for you right now in the name of Jesus. We just say thank you, Lord. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
for meeting us in this place. It may not be everything we want, Lord, but we are here and you are with us. And that's all we need. As we go throughout our week, help us to stop complaining, Lord. Help us to look at every challenge as an opportunity for growth. Everything that's not working out as an opportunity for growth, Lord. How can we embrace the next new thing? If our arms are full of this old stuff and we don't embrace this new thing. Forget the past. Embrace the new. Thank you, Lord, for always providing. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. God speak to you? Yes. Transition, transition, transition. That was a good word. Good word. Um, Exodus 17, 1 says, the whole Israelite community set out from the desert of Sinai, traveling